you're tuning into cmtopdog.com. So it's the, the 1st of September. Thanks very much, everyone, for joining. We've got a few updates uh, to follow up on, as well as having a look at the market. So the market at the moment at Bitcoin obviously looks a bit bleak, but we'll highlight what's happening on Ethereum versus Bitcoin because it's moved back into this two-year-long super channel, retested it, and performed pretty well. And you'll notice that there is some altcoins performing at the moment. And I'm thinking if we use some alpha from some of the altcoins, some of the announcements they've got coming up, along with the indicator, and I'll, I'll highlight this in a video is what I'm going to do, then I think potentially there could be a bit of an opportunity to try and run a similar challenge to the 1k to 100k challenge that we've done previously. So the purpose of that is you make some money in one coin, sell it, keep rolling the profit, and then over a period of weeks and months, you've built up quite a big bankroll. Now, we previously done that when it was a bull market and you were getting, you know, 5x, 6x, 10x on some coins. It was a lot easier to run. What this one will be will be more of a aggressive profit taking, you know, maybe 40, 50, 60%, or if you get really lucky, a bit more. So keep an eye out for that. I do want to run this quite soon. The reason I'm talking about this is I'll just share this chart in the in the chat channel. So if you're in this voice channel at the moment, um, you can click the little chat box and I'll post this in here. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. So if you click on that, now I have not changed these blue lines for <laughs> I think about eight months. These are basically two ascending channels of Ethereum versus Bitcoin that always to me is detailed that crypto itself is slowly moving into Ethereum rather than Bitcoin. So since, you know, September 2019, Ethereum has heavily, reliably outperformed Bitcoin. And you'll see there at the end of that, in May, July, we it fell out this channel and that was a bit concerning. But it's climbed back in hard and you will notice in the last couple of days, it's retested this blue line and bounced aggressively off of it. So to me, this is showing there is interest in Ethereum, that there's interest in altcoins. And I think because we're at this point now, which is really the first moment we've been at this, feeling a bit confident since about May, almost six months now. So I think it's time to start looking at some altcoin plays that we can make some cash on. So it's good news for everyone that's been waiting for this. We've had to be patient. A lot of coins have really bottomed out and I think there could be some opportunities now with this indicator in place as well. So it's looking quite good from an Ethereum versus Bitcoin perspective. But obviously the whole time where we're looking at this we need to be watching Bitcoin. Um I'll post this chart here. What I'd noticed in previous cycles is there's almost like a, a super support structure that runs for Bitcoin between the pre sort of bull bull run pump um, I've posted the chart now, the sort of pre-bull run pump, and then the peak, and then where it sells off down to. So that's what that red line's highlighting. That's how far down I think Bitcoin could potentially fall round about November time this year with the midterm election. It's a bit of a pattern that's happened in the last two cycles. So we need to be keeping an eye out on Bitcoin on this. It can slowly grind down to this line, but I feel like if it drops any further down than about 16,000, and it goes below that line, I think it could be like e extreme <laughs> blood on the market. So the purpose of entering altcoins is you, you look at all the different prospects, you look at Ethereum, Ethereum versus Bitcoin, you look at Bitcoin itself, 
and if you can align all those with a good altcoin play that's got some good news coming out, you know, whether they say things like there's a big EMA, big announcements coming next week, if the market structure looks good, you can effectively move into that with the indicators and feel quite confident you could make something out of it over the coming weeks as they announce some announcements. That's kind of how I'll work this sort of new challenge idea. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Now I've got some very good news. We spoke about the Gnosis safe airdrop. So Mr. McCryptoface kindly detailed and outlined how you can get involved in that months and months ago. But a lot of you maybe done some of the work on that after the initially announced February snapshot date. Now it's I've just been told today, which is excellent news, because of a bit of community backlash, they've now changed this snapshot date to the 18th of August. So that now means a lot of you that thought you weren't going to get a Gnosis safe airdrop, which could be worth quite a bit, you now are potentially in the running for this. <coughs> um, so that is extremely good news. So check out the previous posts on Gnosis safe. If you did do the requirements for that, then absolutely check to see if, if you're potentially eligible for this. Uh, I believe it's a, it's a spreadsheet you search on or something, isn't it? Yeah, um, basically, I, I don't know whether that's been updated as of the new snapshot just yet, and I know that it will be murdered to get on it because there's like 55,000 people trying to all access a Google spreadsheet. So I'd just give it a couple of days. It's not claimable right now. Um, just give it a couple of days for it to blow over, and then you can check whether you're, uh, it's your actual safe addresses that will be eligible and not, and not your wallet addresses that interacted with that. So you just need to uh, follow the post that I'm about to put out and get those addresses checked as and when that Google Sheet dies down. Excellent. That, that, that is extremely good news because I think the snapshot date definitely ruffled a few feathers. So it's, it's amazing that they've randomly decided that they can just change it. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm not sure what they were thinking about that was. I mean, it could it have been greed, did they think? The less people are eligible, the more the team will get, the more people they know will get, you know? Who knows? But they've changed it now, so that's all that matters. Um, update on Obscuro. There's some, again, more and more positive news to who this is actually connected with. I've, I'm finalising it now with the team about the our final raise amount. So that this is now in a situation. It's thankfully it's turned to the end of the month for anyone that maybe was waiting on income and paying things like that. They wanted to put in an extra. We've managed to hold it out that long. So it's now in a situation where it'll, it'll just be a no warning close at any time because as soon as I've got the final figure to submit, I'll send that over and I don't want any sort of uh, late contributors coming in and then we need to organise refunds and that. So all, all uh, cash that's been put into this will be put forward to it. We've got the, the fee saving confirmed by the team as well um, and they've got quite a a very positive lead VC on it as well as some other proposed tokenomics changes that are only going to be favourable for this um, and hopefully some other connections there that I, I can't reveal at the moment but will be very very good I, I, I do personally think Obscuro will be one of the best opportunities I've ever provided in, in crypto for people so very very excited for this and they're sort of aiming I think for definitely to be token generation event within this year so my hope for it is we get some sort of market market bottom october november december we start getting some of these uh, pre-sales launching out and then we hopefully get a, 
a very good run next year with a bit of crypto market recovery and a lot of these token unlocks coming out in projects that are delivering and doing well. So that is the aim behind it. Um, obviously anyone that's tuned in here, you can ask questions at any time at all within the chat. Please feel free to go for it. Um, development wise, we've got hopefully more and other pre-sale opportunities to come. Uh, there's a bit of a, a money printing one. I know people get scared about that when they remember Luna and things like that, but we've got a bit of an update with uh, another team that we've been working with on a highly revised and uh, well-developed sort of money printer project that could be coming with us. But I'll probably let Jimmy share, you, share that with you um, when he's available. Jimmy's a bit busy for the next few days. He's got real life things to be doing out to be doing at the moment. Anna see Zeke's joined us. How's it going, mate? Yeah, I just snuck in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've just given everyone a bit of a rundown on the market. You'll see the two charts I've posted. I was just yeah. saying there, the, the Ethereum versus Bitcoin bounce looks quite healthy for altcoins. Um, it's a bit surprising, but it looks quite strong, some of the alts. Um, but the, the issue, of course, is Bitcoin is hanging by a thread at the moment. I don't, I don't know what your take on the market is. I think we're, what are we today, the first? I think we're going to get about a week out of the alts going into the merge. And then after the merge, I think we're we're headed for that last leg down. Yeah. Is, is, is the merge the 15th? Is it between? Uh, it, they don't it, know the specific it's going to be within, 30, within 36 hours on either side. Excellent. Okay. So it just depends how much people use Ethereum. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then uh, basically the other thing coming up is whatever's going to happen with the European market and uh, cost of high, like gas and hydro over there, like you're already seeing the pinch start, like it's not looking good for the European market on inflation. No, it's not looking good. And the, certainly the issue in the UK and across Europe is um, a lot of them, they put these sort of energy price caps in place but they just keep raising the price caps um well yeah like and unfortunately what's going to have to happen like germany and france are going to have to fold on these ukraine sanctions and turn that turn that gas line back on like you're, they're too big of an economy to like what are you going to do let your citizens freeze all winter i just don't see that happening so at some point that's got to come to an end and then we have the midterms we got the Fed at the end of this month. We got a lot of stuff this month that should, unfortunately, after this little Ethereum run, lead to what is hopefully our last leg down, and then we can start uh, the slow grind to recovery. But uh, I would say the Ethereum merge, maybe a few days before, a few days after, is going to be the uh, the hurrah for the altcoins, and then I think. Uh, after that, we got to deal with what's going on on uh, a global scale for interest rates, uh, hydro, and the, like the, the whole European economy as a whole. Um, I think all comes to a head, say, end of September, start of October. And then you might see a push in the U.S. for the Democrats to get some easing up on, on economic stuff just so they don't look terrible going into the midterms. So that might be a bit of a pivot for us where uh, rates sort of settle in for a little while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, <laughs> I do think the economic pressure around energy prices is heavily going to influence a lot of these countries' involvement in this uh, Russian-Ukraine conflict with the sanctions. And of course, the general public are are going crazy because the, the governments are sending billions of dollars 
and aid um, and weapons to Ukraine um, when they can't feed their, their own people and there's people going to be freezing to death. Further to that, you've got to consider what a government's going to do over winter if, with, let's, you know, I don't like to share my views on all of this very much, but let's use the term draconian measures and locking people in their houses if there's other outbreaks of viruses and things like that. If winter comes and hospitals start to get overwhelmed again because of outbreaks and things like that, will we move into further sanctions which stop people being able to go out, further drain the economy, further business collapse, things like that. And and, and historically, the midterm election year over October, November is very, very volatile and is, is not very good for for making cash in the markets. If, if you're if you're in long positions, of course, if you're short positions, it can be quite good. So unfortunately, we've got all that to look forward to. But that's that's what I mean. I, I think there will be some opportunities with the way Ethereum versus Bitcoin is, is holding at the moment. Some people are, are very eager to take advantage of these prices. And if it's coupled up with i've done some test runs that i'll share over the last few weeks of projects i know that you can read in community chats sometimes they'll say yeah we've got an announcement next week you can have a look at what interest that generates in terms of volume buying and then what the announcement does to it and i think if we use that coupled with the indicator we can try and make some moves and of course if you make 40 50 percent on trades a, a few times in a row um it, it can be quite profitable if, if you keep uh, scaling that up in a, in a sort of um, strategy where you, you, you re-roll the profit each time. So I just actually looked up the merge right now. We're sitting at 12 days from now, so that would be the 13th. Um, that's actually what the when merge site is saying at the current rate that they're mining. So I just posted that if anyone wants to save that website. It has the the continuous timer, and it will change as uh, as blocks getting mined fluctuate. Excellent. That's very very useful and an easy website name to remember, um, with the correct spelling on when, of course. <laughs> he uses the he uses the H anymore. Um, no, that that's very very useful. And I I said in the last day, so I done a lot of research on like Ethereum, um previous announcements that there's no correlation there's, there's nothing historically that would suggest that the merge event will be a sell-off event post event historically it's, it's very 50 50 the, the event can happen it can pump leading up to it it can dump straight after or it can actually continue the run so the best way to judge it is simply just by looking at the charts yeah and it's everything sort of leading into like the pump we've had, we've had a bit of a drawback, so everything's sort of leading into that's when, if we're going to come back down, it's it's lining up for, like most things in crypto, when an event happens, people tend to sell, so yeah. we'll see what happens, but that, yeah. it, it tends to just be the way crypto works, like you sell, sell into almost every big event and you normally do fairly well, very rarely does that backfire on you. Yes, and, and in other news, um, Mr. Crypto Face has got a, a very beefy and juicy sort of airdrop opportunity to, to reveal soon. And what I'm going to do as part of trying to drive in, in members into this amazing community is we're, we're going to do a, a couple of like uh, YouTube videos sort of showcasing the potential in these. And uh, have, have you put out the actual write-up yet, Mr. Crypto Face, on, on this new one? Um... 
You'll have to remind me which let's one it is. See, let's see. Let's see. E.M. Are you talking about the vampire attacks, Ian? No. The, Not the that one, but that e one is in the pipeline. Too. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the guide has been put out on that. It was Big Dogs first, yeah. I, w I will always look to uh, keep this for Big Dogs and, and VIPs first before we roll anything out onto YouTube, definitely. Excellent. So that you will get the write-up on that, and then we're going to do a bit it's of... Al it's already out. Excellent. So people have got the write-up on that now on Ethermail. Um, and we're going to do a couple of kind of YouTube videos on it, hopefully collaborating with a couple of communities. And then also what we're going to be doing is, you may have already seen the Undead Blocks tweet, so I'm doing a, a sponsored tournament with Undead Blocks. Um, if there's any gamers in here at all, um, there's going to be a, a $15,000 uh, prize pool for this competition that Undead Blocks are going to run and again this will just be mass exposure for me and the community and try and, and try and drive and push members in. Also on OL we have submitted that validator proposal we are just waiting to get it back as soon as we get confirmation that we can go with that then we can start getting a lot of you involved in contributing towards these validators to get more OL tokens. Um, obviously the main excitement about this is as previously highlighted this is big sought after technology and if we're involved in one you know from the from the ground starting and it's it's got that type of potential with, with who wants to get involved in this then it could be a, a big opportunity for us so again just waiting on an update there i'm trying to think what else we'd covered previously last week i'm just going to open up my spreadsheet um, just the renewals coming up that uh, the new payment system is uh, no longer on, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Patreon. Uh -huh. Yes, so I, I can see a lot of people have moved over. Obviously, the, the benefit to Stripe is, of course, you can align that with your actual income date. Patreon was very annoying for people who paid in the middle of the month, and then Patreon was default the first of every month. Um, oh, and also, we're, we're looking to develop a referral system as well, so it's not finalised yet, but my concept for it is that if people have got friends and family members, what I want to do is, if you referred a few of them, um, you would effectively be able to have that referral credit into your stripe system where you would basically have the opportunity to, to have a free membership or even or even make money monthly out of this referral system so when we get this live i'll send that out and then it, you know it'll be a, a grab from there people will hopefully share it on their twitter and, and, and getting anyone else involved um particularly that there's obviously loads of benefits in being here that the airdrop information but i think one of our biggest opportunities that we showcase um is is the the pre-sale opportunity um me and mr mccryptoface had a funny conversation today of uh, a relatively large youtuber that cannot get into any pre-sales at all um and they were extremely surprised that we managed to offer this to people <laughs> um just as, as part of the sort of base rate um subscription so yeah definitely look at these opportunities and as said before don't all into any of them just get yourself in a few of them the unlocks will happen at different times they'll all perform differently but obviously they, they could end up being a, a very good play for you as well 
yeah, conserving capital in these times, especially if you have money on the sidelines, if you're somebody who's a little newer, you're somebody who took money out earlier in this year, do not be in a hurry to deploy it. Like we're sitting just a hair over 20,000 on Bitcoin, this merge coming up and with everything in September, like it's worth missing five or 10% right now than losing 50. Like don't be in a hurry to deploy. I think we have lots of time between now and the end of the year. You might miss a percent here, a percent there. But uh, over the next, say, 30 to 45 days, if you can uh, protect your capital more than uh, more than use and abuse it, I, I think it's the smarter play. Yeah, for sure. And what White mentioned at the start is, is, is trying to do that, like a sort of new idea around the, the 1K to 100K challenge. This will be a, a very sort of what was previously was it was sort of low volume low market cap coins because quite simply the potential in yeah. doing 5 10x was obviously a lot more than you know trying to get a 5x on a large cap it, it just doesn't happen over over a series of weeks but what will happen now is it'll be more open and if you do your own risk assessment and judgment on that it will be slightly higher volume coins because i what i don't want to happen is make the announcement yeah it's time to sell out guys at 50 percent profit and then people start end up getting 10 percent profit because everyone's sold on a, on a low volume coin so i will be looking at ones that have a bit higher volume so that the effect of us moving in and out is not pumping and dumping it too much but people will be able to use the the indicator and know what sort of time frame i'm looking at for a, an idea of a profit taking area so that people can sort of make that judgment themselves and if you monitor that selves in your own spreadsheet like 30 percent made one week 50 percent made the second week then you'll be able to see how how slowly this can accrue up into quite a sizable amount Oh, just because I was busy today, I just noticed we actually lost 20k for a little while today and just climbed up back above it. So yeah, definitely protect capital, people. That Bitcoin was 19,800 when I started this, I'm sure. Yeah, I saw. I, I was just actually looking now. I got a low of uh, 19,650 for uh, this afternoon. So um, the more we tap below 20k there's less and less uh liquidity there to keep buying it up we've been fortunate now a few times i don't know how many times we can uh keep tapping that level and getting away with it yeah i'm, tr I'm trying to see it is really really the last four or five days it's been such a condensed squeeze between like a thousand dollar range hasn't it like really, like really people wondering where it's going I, th I think we're going to, whether we stay here for a while or even if we drop, I think we're going to see a very, like I said, I, I do think there might be one more leg down, but when we get there, I'm expecting just a boring September and October once whatever big move we're going to get in whatever direction it's going to go once it happens, then I think we're, we're going to be pretty idle for a while and people are just going to be a little too scared in both markets, not just crypto. Like we're going to see this in the stock market um housing market in north america i know is finally starting to uh decline in prices sale volume and real estate's always the last one to go and there's still a a large correction that needs to happen in north america for housing prices so um that could still be on the horizon too coming into the end of the year because 
winter in North America generally is the slow time for real estate. So that could be a big correction coming as well for that market. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, having a look at some altcoins, so that XCAD is quite a good example here of, of what's sort of happening with altcoins at the moment. So people are trying to get what they think is a, a really bottom baseline entry. So at the moment, for XCAD, this is around about this $1.50 region. People are, are sitting there, maybe sold out, maybe with a bit of cash on the side, thinking, I don't want to miss XCAD going on a run. And for those of you that follow XCAD on Twitter and, and Ollie himself as well, the CEO, you'll have noticed some sort of bullish tweets coming out, like we're doing this and this, we've released a yellow paper, we've got some big things coming. And you'll notice like spikes this morning at nine o'clock in the morning, there's been some like big buys going on, taking it up to like almost $1.60. That's people getting a bit of a FOMO feeling, like what is XCAD about to announce? But the impatience in the market means that two hours later, when it just starts to drop down again, you're getting huge sell-offs, like the one at three o'clock today, uh, British summertime, you know, big deep sell-off down in uh, $1.44. So there's a lot of impatience there. People are waiting for bitcoin to show some sort of stability as zeke said i think if we get like a, a big move in either direction so if it's a big move up people will think okay this zone is quite safe people are confident in, in buying at twenty thousand dollars i feel confident in moving into my altcoins now for a bit in case they release anything big that's when projects like xcad will do well if they do release some information over the next few days or weeks but it goes the same way as well. People are a bit apprehensive to enter anything at the moment because they know if Bitcoin leg down comes, you start to get new bottoms on on a lot of these altcoins. You know, prices that they've they've not seen for for a very long time, um, certainly a few months. And if any of you are new and haven't seen, well, you've seen crashes if you've been around just this year, um, you'll know most centralized exchanges tend to go down at some point. So if you're going to gamble on some low bids, like I know myself with the capital I have on, on the side, like I'm throwing Ethereum bids in at like five, $600, like go silly low. Cause if you, if it happens to take a stupid wick down and you can happen to fill, if you could happen to say, get a 13, five Bitcoin or a five, $600 Ethereum or a two, $2 uh, dot or Uniswap you might not be able to get on an exchange and spot by the day of. So go into a Kraken or a Binance or whatever you use. And if you're planning on buying those coins, set some bids in, forget about them, leave them there for a month. If it happens that we wick down into some stupid prices and think almost illogically, like you're going, Ethereum's sitting at 1500, there's no way it's going to $600. Well. If there's a big crash, like if something happens in Europe or the Fed does something crazy and raises up, raises uh, interest rates up a full point or more here at the end of September, prices could go, like you could get a cascading effect. And those cascading effects suck up so much liquidity that you can get some crazy, crazy scam wicks. Um, I know last, was it last year at the end of 2020, uh, Kraken had a wick that was unbelievable on Ethereum. Uh, someone fat fingered a market sell 
and the flash crash for Ethereum, if I'm not mistaken, was down into like the low hundreds of dollars. Yeah, that that is very good advice. In fact, on that point, I, I may try and do some research on that because I'm, I'm I'm sure there's a particular exchange that that's coming to mind that is notorious for that when it comes to some of the larger caps. Well, Kraken has some bad ones because Kraken's not a made like. For the longest time, Kraken only allowed 5x leverage. So if people got started getting liquidated on Kraken, you could buy spot on Kraken at insanely low prices. Like it gets bought up and shoots back up so fast. But uh, yeah, Kraken is bad for, if there's a flash crash, Kraken can have some really bad scam wicks. And I wouldn't use it, to, like I'd never leverage trade on Kraken. But uh, if you want to set up some some spot buys, and the nice thing about Kraken is some exchanges, like I know crypto.com will only let you go, I believe, 5x in either direction. So you can't set extreme prices, but uh, Kraken, you can set your prices at whatever you want. So if they get hit, they get hit. Because I remember trying to set up some sales. I forget what coins a little while back that I had on crypto.com and say it was something I bought at a dollar and I wanted to sell it at 450 it wouldn't let you, you could only sell out a certain increment above what the current price was. So um, I know Kraken doesn't have anything like that. Finance never used to, but I can't use finance in Ontario anymore in Canada. We got, we got the boot last year, but uh, you have to watch what exchanges you're on. Um, but if you do have some capital and you're planning on deploying it, don't be scared to put some capital on a central exchange and uh, throw some bids out there for stuff you want to buy that you don't have already or stuff you want to add to your bags. Just, like I said, like I'm gonna throw some Uniswap bids in for a dollar fifty, two dollars. Hell, I might even throw some in for a dollar. Like dots sitting at six or seven dollars right now. If you could pick a dot for three bucks or under, that's a what? That's almost twenty x back to its all time high. So there's some huge, huge opportunities here on what I would consider non-risky products. Solana, if Solana happens to dip down into the $10 range by chance, like I said, dot uni, anything like that, that happens to come down to two, $3. If you can, if you get some capital to deploy and you're, you're not a high risk person, and there's no reason to be high risk right now because micro caps aren't doing anything right now. Anyway, we need the, the market to rebound before you get into micro caps, but uh, there's some, there will be some good buys coming guys. Yeah, and of do course, not get impatient. If you're doing uh, altcoin, please, you can do limit orders on one inch, can't you? Um, oh. So I know people are probably sitting, well, you know, how do I buy a flash crash on an altcoin if it's not on KuCoin or something? Well, I'm sure one inch let you do limit orders on a lot of these. Which yeah, is how... that, that's very true, Sam. You can actually yes, yeah. gasless limit orders on uh, certain pairs as well. I think you can do that on matcha.xyz. Um, and as you said, one inch too. Yeah, I'd probably use one inch just because of the amount of liquidity on one inch, obviously, because it's an aggregator and it uses everybody's liquidity pools. So at least, you know, there's a better chance of, uh, of your, uh, your orders getting hit on one inch. Cause it's gonna, it's gonna ship them out to everybody. Yeah, no, that, that that's really, really good advice. Like, if, if you, if there's a particular coin in mind that you, you absolutely have interest in and, you, and you're looking to buy it and you're thinking, you know, just as, as an example, $10 is the is the low region for that, that. That's the lowest I can see over the last few months. 
be aggressive in it, as Zeke says, like literally put in a, a 50% down, like a $5 bid on this because yeah, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. And then if you gobble that up and then people start to click on, wow, that's sold down to that level, it will quickly move back up. So if you've got the limit order in place to grab it when someone panic sells uh, their, their whole bag because they, they think it's the end of the world, um, normally these events are very, very fast. And if you fall asleep on it and don't have a limit order in place, you, you will miss out on it. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good strategy. And you're just thinking long term on it. You know, it, it might flash crash and then... It, we keep moving down and down for like two, three weeks, but you have to get it into your head that if you woke up the next day and you were happy to buy it on, on that low, well, your your limit order on the flash crash would have bought it lower than what you would have deemed acceptable. And if we do move down for a few weeks or months, at least you got it lower than, than you would have. And you'll get the long-term game for it, where it'll be like a, a year or two down the line. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Buy, buy safer coins. Like, don't throw these on flyers, take these, these safer, uh, take your top, like say 30 cryptos for stuff like this in these situations. And yeah, these are investments. These aren't, these aren't flips. If you happen to flip them and, and you want to move that capital around, that's on you, but I'd be looking at top twenties and top thirties to hold into the next bull run basically. Yes, a solid advice. Thanks very much. Does anyone have any questions or anything, anything they, they would like to ask? Feel free to use the, the chat box. Yeah, Noir, that's, that's pretty safe. I think we'll see some crazy price action right up against the merge itself, but uh, for the next, say, 10 days, I think think you can play around a little if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Quiet bunch yeah. today. <laughs> and you know, Vitalik might keep posting photos of his schlong and we may um. keep pumping. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh man. Bad enough, the guy's got more money than God, and he's hung down to his knees on top of it. Who saw that coming? I know. Tell me about it. But yeah, I was actually—I <laughs> was doing a bit of a deep dive on this. Okay, so if if your waist and leg is like the same thickness as like a can of Pepsi, then obviously that is going to look big. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> His whole body's the size of somebody's baby finger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he. Yeah, the width of him is the same size as my forearm, so... Yeah, exactly. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pass out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was wondering, like, all that blood flow. <laughs> Should have been in a coma. <laughs> it's probably the delays to the merge. He's just had a erection for three months and not been able to think properly. Anyway, right. uh, anything got anything crypto related, or are we ending it on Vitalik boner jokes today? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh, and uh, negative, I saw that. So you guys know we've uh, we're trying to clean up the Discord a little. So uh, we had a bunch of scam channels under each category. We just made one scam channel up near the top. So if there's any DeFi scams. Uh, 
MetaMask updates, everything will be up where you can see it. So you don't have to go through all the different uh, different scams. Like if it's under DeFi, if it's under NFT, we'll put those all in one place now. And then we have some miscellaneous channels too, where if you just want to talk about sports or music or stuff that's not, not crypto related, um, there's a few channels down below. You can see the new headings and uh, you can chat it up in those. Yeah, definitely, and like we've got the sharing is caring channel in Discord now, and that that's so useful because there's a lot of people post stories in there about how the sort of bear market and sell off has affected them, and I actually find that really useful myself because people will know I've had testing times myself in sort of personal life relating to crypto, and it's very hard to deal with crypto stress as well as real life stress where it's coming from a partner, an ex-partner, or things going on at home and things like that, so always just sort of look after your your mind, you know, that this is a long game, and if, if you can secure your mind, keep your, your fitness, mental health, well-being, all, all that very positive, then crypto will come good again and you'll be well placed to succeed and, and actually enjoy it as well hmm, i'm looking at the channels we added i wonder who asked for that one that's not in alphabetical order my crypto face is not going to point any fingers but seeing how it's memes i'm guessing that might have been your request <laughs> according to noir um eta chat is for me so it won't be needing that channel much <laughs> Yeah, TA is just an, an ongoing meme, isn't it? <laughs> it can be some days. You think you know what you're doing, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's a whole community right now doing a bit of a no-fap situation. Um, so if anyone's wanting to join them in that, not something I'm interested in, um, then, <laughs> then go for it. <laughs> yeah let's definitely yeah. not get vitalik involved like i don't <laughs> i don't want to see that after a, another month of no fap okay well doesn't seem to be any questions everyone we've got some stuff to add uh, definitely keep an eye on the airdrop posts I'll be closing Obscuro sort of at any time from now I'm just waiting on the, the final word back on what the, the exact figure I can submit to them um, and yeah d depending on the, the market I'll, I'll look to try and make us some cash as well I'm just keeping an eye on things how how projects react to some teasers and, and news at the moment so keep an eye out for that and we can try and start uh, hitting it what's the Obscuro raise at so far Sam? The second one. Um, I checked an hour ago. It was just over forty thousand. Uh, okay. Which, Some people know. Which is good. I I only it is it, is basically open ended. Like they they look yeah. upon us very very favorably, um, and they're very very happy to work with us. But that that's a that's a good additional amount. It's given any new people the opportunity to grab some, um, and it's also taken us up to. The end of the month i know some people wanted to wait for that to get the paycheck and things like that so again that, that's been a good opportunity but yeah it's definitely in a situation now where as soon as they say to me what's the final figure you can submit to us i will glance over to the new raise add it together close it and then send it over and that that'll be done probably by friday well, on, night. i'd say let's say on the safe side people expect it to be closed at fifty thousand, just to be 
for a round number for people. So if you're planning on getting in, try and get in before it hits 50K. It'll probably make it easier on CM to have a nice round figure to uh, to hand over, and then we can go from there. Yeah, exactly. If that, that, This is the, the final warning, basically. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we can leave it at that. Thanks for joining, everyone. Appreciate all the support, as always. Um, and I'll get some updates out to you. Have yeah, it's good, good seeing these grow. We've got a, a steady crowd now on a weekly basis, and uh, they'll be a lot more fun when we're all making money again. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's really good to see. Thanks, everyone. Have a nice evening and a, and a great weekend.